Thank you so much to this week's episode sponsors, Bouquet Rolling Papers, a Black-owned hemp paper and lifestyle brand based in Washington, D.C. So after a friend gifted me with some bouquet hemp papers, they have become my go-to papers. When I want to roll one and fully enjoy it, I roll a bouquet. Their papers are made from raw, clean hemp material with no additives, no flavors, dyes, or chalks, just pure hemp, so you're always tasting the terps and the flowers with each slow-burning hit. Whether you can roll your own or like to use a cone, Bouquet has what you need to practice safe sesh. Get it? Safe sesh. I personally like their king size slim papers, but they have regular size papers, rolling trays, glass tips, bundles, and more, including merch. Plus, never run out of papers with the Bouquet Reup subscription that sends subscribers a bi-monthly delivery of their favorite Bouquet papers, starting as low as, believe it or not, you guys, $6.75 a month. Pass the bouquet today. Save money on your first order with code wine weed weave on rollingbouquet.com. That's B-O-U-Q-E. And check them out on Instagram at rolling underscore bouquet. Rated M for mature. We want more. We want more. Like, we really like it. We want more. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to One Wooden Weave. I am your host, Ayana, aka the Marijuana Ayana. And welcome back to season four. This is episode 11. And happy Mother's Day. Shout out to all the mamas out there. Hopefully, you guys are having a relaxing, amazing day. You absolutely deserve it. And especially the Canon moms. Hope you got a joint. Hope you're having some mommy time and really getting to relax and have some quiet time so you can listen to this episode. Today, I'm super excited for a special guest and a friend of the show to be back on the show. She was actually on season one. You might remember the Cannabis and Relationships episode. That's why this is Cannabis and Relationships part two. If you've never heard of her, you might be living under a rock because she's been featured in Forbes, High Times, Blavity, Leafly, and just recently the Los Angeles Times. Super big congrats to her. Um, she's been featured in all these things because she's a badass, badass woman in cannabis, and she's a cannamom. So she is an advocate educator for mothers that use cannabis. She's the creator of Blunt Blown Mama merch and recently launched the Mama's Stash membership group as a community for moms or just women in general that want to have a place where they can feel safe, ask questions and consume cannabis and really feel like not judged because we all need that. We need a space where we don't feel judged and we can smoke weed in peace. Her business has changed so much in the past year, in the past few years since I've talked to her. We've both grown a lot. So I was really excited to have her back on the show. And I thought it was only appropriate to talk about relationships again and how our relationships have changed, relationships with our business, relationship with cannabis, how cannabis works in our relationships. I just really love this episode and I really love talking to her. She's gotten me real high before and we get real high again. So hopefully you guys have some weed, some wine, both either or hopefully the mamas are having some mommy time and get to sip and sesh and enjoy this episode with special guest Shanitria aka Blunt Blown Mama. So today I kind of wanted to talk about 
what you've been talking about on your podcast about cannabis and relationships and our relationships with cannabis personally and then how we have relationships with cannabis with our spouse and others and just continue that conversation sound good to you yeah sounds good cool you're welcome to smoke of course please smoke i always encourage you i'm over here about mm-hmm. to fill up my dry herb vape with some pb souffle and it's like okay. a really chocolatey like nutty strain i've been really liking it so that's what mm-hmm. i'm gonna smoke on today while we're recording i'm actually about to take a little dab of um cherry punch which is a batter by um, Oakland Extracts. It's a Black-owned brand here. I've and... heard of them. Yeah, I've been wanting to yeah, try them yeah, out. They're a little pricey, but I feel like it's worth it sometimes, you know? Well, their concentrate is $30 for a gram. And honestly, oh, I think that's, yeah, that's pretty, like, it's on par with a lot of, like, lower-end brands. But I feel like, not lower-end, but in that price point, there's a few other brands. But I feel like theirs is a little bit better quality-wise. Um, and also I just want to buy black. Like I love to dab and it's hard to find really good concentrate mm-hmm. that aren't made by white brands, unfortunately. So. Oof. You know, Oakland <laughs> extracts on like some delivery sites, so they're probably they're on ease, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely have seen their pods and stuff. I'm gonna have to try that out. So what have yes. you been into since the last time you've been on the pod? I think the last time I saw you, I went to your uh Blunt Blonde Mom and Pop Up shot you shop. You got us all really high. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty high too. <laughs> it's like we were all super stoned by the end of it. And I was like, of course I came here and blah, blah, mama got me super high. Of course. <laughs> Very on brand. Um, since then, what was that? Like last summer, right? It was like yeah, a year ago. Yeah. Um, time flies so fast. Wow. Yeah. Um, since then, I have, um, I've just been working and I just keep, I'm always working. I, I, I keep my head down and I, mind my business like literally mind my business you know <laughs> like I'm paying attention to my business and mm-hmm. my opportunities and my staying in my lane and doing my thing um so I've just been focused in that way and and um adding like elements to my business that I've wanted to do for a while but I just haven't had the bandwidth or the timing wasn't right or it wasn't in the budget or anything but like this year I'm super excited because I'm finally it was supposed to have launched last year honestly but shit happens but Mm -hmm. this year I'm finally launching yeah COVID but also just life like shit Mm -hmm. happens like shit happens I'm like Um, so busy yeah and like it wasn't even kid stuff it was really just personal life shit like just adult shit Mm -hmm. relationship shit that like sometimes you got to work through your relationships like I think that (laughs) total side note and I'll go back to what I was saying but in life like you have to um pick your moments of what you want to focus on because Mm -hmm. you can't focus on everything at once you can't focus on work your kids your relationship and yourself like you can't Mm -hmm. it's literally impossible you have to be like okay during this season I'm gonna you know love on my relationship and next season I'm gonna love on me and next season I'm gonna love up on my business and then having Mm -hmm. other things always running in the background but you can't give everything equal you can't give everything 100 yeah yeah yeah, you have to pick and choose right um so uh, last year um since last year I've you know finally gotten my ish together and I'll be launching a membership community for Blunt Blonde Mama it's called Mama Stash Membership I and basically it's, congrats that is thank so you it to some of my cannabis smoking mom friends because that's definitely yeah. something that they would love 
Yeah, and even, I mean, like, just women, women who are in relationships who want to talk about sex and cannabis, who want to have tips, who are interested in having kids one day, who are just like, you know, I before I had kids, I always had, like, a thing where it's, like, meeting new, make, making new woman friends. I always felt like, I don't know if I can be, like, your friend friend unless you smoke weed with me. Like, I For always kind of had that little screening. So it's like, <laughs> you know, sometimes you live in places where you just won't be able to meet a lot of women yeah, who smoke yeah, weed. There's nothing wrong with smoking with guys. friends as an adult. Like, I didn't yeah. know that, of course, until I was an adult. But, like, making friends and then finding women who, like, are kind of into the same things you're into, it's hard without, like, it's being kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, it's super hard. So... Um, that's why I created Mama Stash membership because it's like this is somewhere where women can come in and you automatically know every woman in here smokes weed. Like on mm-hmm. on job, like no coming in, ain't nobody's gonna judge you because homegirl probably just finished smoking herself. She's chilling, you know. So it's that's where I was looking for is that sisterhood, that community, um, and bringing the many people who have joined the Blunt Blunt Mama community online into a community space where. It's just us, and it's safer, and you can really say the things you want to say. Because sometimes it's like, I'm not going to post this in an Instagram comment. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to send you a DM about, you know, but it's like, but if it's a safe, guarded membership community space, then those conversations are easier to have, advice, support, and all those things can be gained. In addition to, like, weekly smoke sessions and uh, with me and live workshops and just a lot of opportunities to connect and grow and learn um, with that membership. So I'm super excited. That will be launching Mother's Day. Um with a uh, pre-launch happening on 420. So I'm super excited about that. I already have a wait list um, ready for folks to sign up. And you can just go to bluntbornmama.com backslash membership to kind of start, get, get get yourself on the wait list so you can get in first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listen, you're um, a professional. You were like bluntbornmama.com right here. This is how I know you podcast. Yes. <laughs> Girl, I'm paying for the domain. So I'm making that money. I'm making that money work for me. <laughs> go to this website because i'm paying for it okay exactly exactly so that's really and you know still doing the podcast still having really dope guests um i'm wrapping up the couples and weed series which has been a lot of fun talking to couples and hearing how weed helps them in their relationships and um you know i have uh i just have a lot of things going on like my summer collection for the clothes are coming so the merch is always around yeah i'm busy i'm working you've been (laughs) busy and like you said your your uh, brand is growing you're building things that you wanted to build out for a while and what's your relationship been like the past year you know since COVID as you've kind of transitioned into like full-time business owner cannabis content creator and you know creating the merch managing the merch creating the workshops managing the workshops yeah it's been man it's been <clears throat> I'm in therapy for a reason. Like, <laughs> let me just start there. Like, shout out to I'm therapy. Yeah, shout out. To, I think every entrepreneur needs to be in therapy for sure because, like, it can be very isolating when you're the like the main person in your business. And even if you have contractors, even if you have an assistant and employees, whatever, you still can't talk to them about your business the way you want to or vent because mm-hmm. this is your employee. Like, this is your assistant. This is your contractor. Like, that's not, you know, that's not an appropriate conversation. And then, you know, it's like talking to your friends and maybe they get it, maybe they don't, but it's like getting entrepreneur friends and getting a therapy is like super <laughs> important. Yeah, I mean, you need uh, it because it's so like yeah. lonely being an entrepreneur sometimes too. 
Yeah, and even doing a podcast, you know, like doing a podcast by yourself. I always kind of low-key envy people who have uh, co-hosts because they split all the podcast responsibilities. (laughs) And I get kind of jelly and I'm like, fuck, like I have to do everything. I'm booking guests. I'm looking for guests. I'm recording the episode. I'm recording ads. I'm looking for sponsors. Only thing I don't (laughs) do is edit. Like I have an editor who does that. But like aside from that, like, oh my gosh, like it's a lot. So um, yeah, therapy has really been like, I'm not even going to front. Like weed and therapy are the things that keep me going in my business. I've had so, I still have many days where I'm like, I'm going to quit. I feel like I wanted to quit earlier this week. I saw your stories. I was like, oh, I feel you so hard. No, every other week, I'm like, every other week. (laughs) Fuck this, quit. Something something messed up happened, you know, some link didn't work or Mm -hmm. something got removed and you're like, fuck it. I don't care. Fuck it. Yeah, like it's not, it's not. I'm not losing sleep over this tonight. Like, oh, you have to start something over that you've been working on for a minute. It's like, mm-hmm. no, not no. And Satan. no one's responsible for it, but you. But you. So it's um, and for me to be like, I have a podcast, which a podcast already is like, it's a lot to manage and to do week over week over week. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to do that and sustain it, which I'm really grateful. Um, but I knew that like, I wanted more, like I wanted to do the merch. Like I wanted to have like that apparel and have that, have that option for people like myself who want to represent weed and wear it out and normalize it and spark conversations, but it also be cute and comfy and like all that. And not just be like, you know, some scratchy, itchy, really cheap cotton shirt with like a horrible print on it that after mm-hmm, you wash it five times yeah it's gonna start peeling like I don't want that like I want quality um so like doing that it's actually the merchandise is the one of the more fun parts of my business um it's just probably the more kind of stressful um and it's only because I don't know what I'm doing like I don't I'm mm-hmm. not like, I mean, a like designer. a lot of us in the industry we're kind of learning yeah. as we go you know like, exactly like, create a thing and see what happens but especially with cannabis anything we're learning as we go like we're all learning mm-hmm. at the same time but then when it takes off then then you're like me and you're like oh wait oh okay you're like, like oh, for real shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to keep going <laughs> you're like oh people like this people fuck with me oh like shit is selling out okay so I need to buy more of this for you guys you guys are liking it you're posting it you're telling your friends you're emailing me making requests you're doing like so it's just like okay and then it's like I start another thing where that gets into motion so it's like now nah, I have apparel and I have a podcast and I have this Instagram page and my website and, and the then workshops it's like, and, the and then I start doing workshops and people are like yeah and then people are like oh I love these workshops I'm like okay I'm doing workshops cool and then and so it's just like everything just kind of is naturally scaling which is really cool but there's like girl believe it or not if you think that like my hands are full now I still have like two other projects that I'm working on mm-hmm. that Sound haven't even been announced for yet. me these days like <laughs> As you said, producing your own podcast is a lot of work. So Saturdays, I'm working all day. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think that, like, people are always like, oh, like, Shanitra, you don't go out much. Or, like, you know, like, I don't see you at these events or anything. It's like, one, I don't really want to be at cannabis events. But, two, like, that time, I'm, like, literally thinking about all the work I could be doing in my business. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, this is, like, (laughs) such a waste of time. (laughs) (laughs) Now we're going to get into that. I'm glad you mentioned it because it was a question that I had because, you know, I, I saw the stories. I saw the, you know, the conversation about, you know, 
cannabis events and I've been seeing it a lot lately from like black cannabis creators and influencers and business owners being like don't invite me to these events anymore right or like if you're gonna invite me have more than just two black people in the room and it's very Mm -hmm. real like I think your event uh Ganja Guru's event like the black hosted events have a great time but I definitely understand what you mean by like I don't want to go to the cannabis events all the time can you kind of like talk about this a little bit more for those that maybe didn't see the stories you know what's that experience like for those who aren't in the industry because they're maybe seeing like cannabis events you know free weed fun times like why don't you want to go but then we get in these rooms and we're like oh you know yeah I mean you know for me like it, it is a bother when there aren't that many people of color especially black people in the room um it makes me uncomfortable and I don't want to say um it's already enough that the music is probably going to be bad but it's like okay now it's like yeah no people here that look like me free week yeah sure but like I want to go um but I and lately in the last couple of events that I've attended the music has been better and there have been a good amount of black people there just women and people of color so I'm super you know that's really nice to see but at the end of the day like the really leechy LA personalities I think it's really just an LA thing um yeah it's just yeah it's the California Cannabis events that are like yeah it's a little like it's just it's just a little too thirsty a little too much desperation yeah I saw what you said (laughs) happened you know some girl kind of interjected herself you know in your conversation just being a little clout chasing and they're like okay what's going on yeah and I don't even like I don't even move like that like when like, there are people who will be, like, you know, when they introduce themselves, they'll be like, oh, this is blah, 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 and I never do. I'm like, oh, Shanitria, it's my name, blah, blah. <laughs> if you want to look me up, like, by all means, but, like, I'm not here to, like, flaunt around my Instagram followers mm-hmm. and, you know, act like I'm hot shit when, like, I got hella shit on my to-do list that I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about this. Like, I'm thinking about the next move. I'm thinking about 2023. I'm thinking about this, the winter. I'm thinking about, like, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. thinking not about this moment. And that's not to say anything against these events because it's really cool to have that space where you can consume safely and be around like-minded people and mm-hmm. nobody's going to judge you, right? Like, I think that's so needed and I want to see more of that. But I just want to make sure that, like, it's just really uncomfortable for a person like me to go to some of those events and, like, people are just, like, so thirsty and desperate for, like, acknowledgement, clout, money, um, like, influence, like, all those things. I just don't, like, that's not what, my business is about and that's not why I entered the cannabis cannabis industry if I wanted clout and money I would be a journalist I would be still be doing journalism influencer, yeah yeah like or I would be a regular mom influencer and don't talk about weed at all and I would have way more followers I would have way more money and I wouldn't be dealing way with shadow banning yeah exactly so it's like this is not why I'm in it sis like and honestly the money ain't all that either because a lot of these brands don't even be paying on time. So like, what are we talking about here? Like, or they don't have it. So um, it's just like, I don't, I have no interest in like being in those kinds of rooms. I don't have interest in um, social climbing situations because like in my, in my eyes, like that's not what it's for. Like, that's not what I'm doing. Like I'm here to connect. If, if I am going to connect, I'm trying to connect with people who, who are aligned with my vision for Blood mm-hmm. Boy Mama 
and who really see the need and importance of elevating the voices of women in cannabis and elevating the voices of black women in cannabis and elevating the voices of moms in cannabis. Like if it's not about that, like I don't have, really have time to talk. If you're not trying to sponsor the Blunt Born Mama podcast or make some impactful content to show people that, hey, this is why you should use suppositories or hey, you should know more mm-hmm. about this. Then like I don't really interested because like for me it's all about educating and letting people know that this is a plant that can help people to live the most well lives possible because we all deserve to be well we all deserve to be happy and to enjoy life like that's what it's all about and cannabis can help you get there uh but you know these events they're just not for me Um, i'm also i hate networking i don't feel like a lot of the events are 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 you know, they're, they're, of course, trying to sell to the influence and the consumer, but I'm thinking about... Yeah, they're just trying to show, like, look how cool I am. Yeah, like, look who I know. Like, like, look who shows information up. And, like, how to, like, have better experiences with weed. They're, like, we're just going to get you super high. And, you know, here's some pictures and a picture wall. And, and right. it's just not the same kind of, like, experience that you would get with an actual, like, educational thing. And it doesn't have to always be educational. You can have a fun event. But at these fun events, like, for the people who may be listening who are, like, you know, not uh, people of color, when you're making these events, like, look at your invite list. If there's three people of color on that list, maybe re- restructure that list and see, like, okay, do I, maybe I don't know enough Black people. Who else do I need to invite, <laughs> you know? <laughs> the weed is hidden. Okay, perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good time. Perfect timing. So, I definitely want to get into your... um cannabis and relationship series i love the series i've listened to about half of it i listen to a lot of podcasts so i'm still listening but (laughs) i really love it because you know if you're a weed smoker and you're in a relationship you know weed plays a pivotal role in your relationship most of the time so it's really interesting hearing all these different stories from all these different couples what has your relationship with weed been like for you personally and with your partner yeah, so the the Couples in Weed series came about because I really, like, doing the podcast, I, I speak with, like, a lot of women, and some of these women are married, some of these women are just, have been in long-term relationships with mm-hmm. her, you know, and at one point in the conversation, always, there's a point where they're like, yeah, my husband does this, or I smoke with my wife, or, like, XYZ, and I'm just like, oh, okay and, and it became a common thread that kept hearing I'm like wow all of these people consume with their partner in very unique and special ways or like have ways where cannabis plays a role in their relationship and I feel like people don't talk about that enough like there's mm-hmm. so many tools you can have in your relationship toolkit and cannabis can definitely cannabis be one is of them, one of so. them yeah yeah so I was just like you know what I think it's time to talk about that and it, last year in February I was like let's just do it in February it's the month of love it's Valentine's Day like you know sure why not girl it did so well like the episodes performed so well and they came out so well like I I had so much fun like recording it and listening to the episodes and and the engagement was really cool on Instagram and people were really like people still talk to me about it and so Mm -hmm. I'm like okay I'll do it again this year so I did it again this year and for me it was so important to just talk to different types of couples so to talk to all of the couples were so different which I loved yeah you know like uh younger couples older couples married couples um couples who've just been in long-term relationships people with kids people who don't have kids you know um people who are in same-sex relationships like all of that like really because it's just to show that we're all the same we all have that same common denominator 
And for me, it's just all about like showing the different faces and not just mm-hmm. one face, but like, this is what, these are relationships. Like these are all relationships and they all have this thing in common. And some of the couples consume together and some don't and they still work. And so I just want to kind of also get rid of that narrative that your mm-hmm. partner has to consume cannabis because you do. And it, it's, not, it's not the case. A lot of couples, one person consumes and the other doesn't and they still thrive and they're happy and they do well. Um, it's about the communication at the end of the day, what mm-hmm. I've kind of gathered from it. And in regards to my own relationship, oh my gosh, me and my partner, like we've been smoking weed together since pretty much the beginning. I was like, for um, years, and, for years and years. Yeah, know, for years. Story, like, and I'm like, that's how y'all yeah. have bonded. Over 11 years together smoking weed, like, <laughs> and he smokes way more than me. Like people think like, oh my God, I'm like, no, like he smokes circles around me. He like I, he did take a little tolerance break recently and that was the first time I actually saw him take a tolerance break but um yeah he still tolerance has just always been higher than mine he, he smokes way more weed than me we'd be going through hella weed the amount of money we spend on weed a month will like make people like cry like we I feel like luckily I'm one more mama that you have like had weed like ready for you or like you would think about it and then he smoked it <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Luckily, I'm one point mom and I get sent and gifted a lot of free weed because otherwise, oh my gosh, we like, spend so much we money. To make a budget or something. That's why I had to. That's why I had to become a level one mama. Shit, like, like, like oh, we, gotta, we gotta get some free weed or something up in here because <laughs> smoking. Um, but yeah, he he's it's it's amazing because like like for instance, this morning I woke up and like he was like smoking. He was like, "You want me to." like take the puff co out for you you want to dab like what do you want I'll have it ready for you like most mornings like I'll wake up and he'll be like you want me to pack you a bowl like make sure you like don't forget to smoke because you know the that's very better yeah yeah it's, but it's like that's very to have that little reminder is adorable yeah it is you rolled me a blunt oh my god can you imagine you know <laughs> like, if like I that's what I want my partner's like hey you want a dab I got you a dab I'd be like we're fucking we're fucking <laughs> exactly like actually actually I'm gonna give you a dab all right I'm gonna give you a dab and that's literally kind of what happened this morning but you know <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> I was like and the dab happened after we had sex but yeah like, no, I was like, and like a dab it. and cannabis and sex obviously you know have such a they go together we workshops and like I'm like uh, uh I know the rule that like if you have some WAP you probably got kids <laughs> yes yes it's a fact okay. it's a fact <laughs> I love that so much I'm someone who me and my partner are long distance and he doesn't really mm-hmm. smoke flour he used to and he just dabs he doesn't really smoke weed a lot anyway but I like that you mentioned like not all couples have to like smoke together you don't even have to smoke necessarily to like enjoy cannabis Are there any like products or tips you recommend for those couples that maybe don't have the same consumption style or they want to like incorporate cannabis in the bedroom or they don't want to smoke it? Yeah, so sorry, I'm going to take this hit real quick. I heard the bong hit. I love it. I love those bubbles. Every time I hear the the intro to the Blunt Blowing Mama podcast, I'm like, there go the bubbles. Uh, The classic (laughs) Blunt Blowing Mama bong bubbles. But yeah, we, we are like... Some, we're a couple that it's so cute he's so cute he'll wait for me we have such a we have such busy work days he'll wait for me at the end of the day to facetime mm. and mm. he'll be like 
are you gonna go smoke and I'm like yeah I'm gonna go smoke I roll up and I smoke a joint he'll be like okay wait for me I'm gonna go get my dabs and that's kind of like our way of having time together you know I think that's a unique way of incorporating cannabis into your intimacy even if you both don't smoke even if you're far you know Mm -hmm. yeah that's 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 such a I love that that's such a great um a great point I for like for couples who are thinking about incorporating cannabis into their relationship or you know in their sex sex lives um I would say you know a lot of couples like for instance I think this season this particular series for this year for the couples in weed I think it was like two couples where one person didn't um consume or at the same frequency like it was different Mm -hmm. sometimes your partner will consume but they don't consume the same frequency as much Mm -hmm. like sometimes there are people who are like I can smoke today and not smoke again until next week you know and then there are people who like they smoke every day Mm -hmm. every hour Mm -hmm. on the hour and there's some people who have like yeah I'll do morning and nighttime and like you know everybody has their different (laughs) schedule yeah Mm -hmm. everybody has a different schedule um but one thing that they've all said is that topicals um uh those have been like the main routes for them to incorporate it because topicals are easy it's like who doesn't want their partner to give them a massage at the end of the day it's like what what it could be a cbd oil that you're using for that massage right that that kind of gets you into muscles exactly exactly it takes that massage up a notch or draw each other a bath and you know, put a CBD bath bomb in there, right? So then you're incorporating some, light some candles, you know, um, play a little music, give them a joint, and then they come out of the bath, you rub them down with the CBD massage oil, pull out the CBD lubricant, you know what I'm saying? And it's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a vibe. And if you're really trying to take it there, you're going to take your little suppository, insert that. Yes, and this CBD is to be a suppositories night. are great. Yes. Especially for women <laughs> who like, Sometimes, you know, us ladies, we, we have busy ass days. We can't get out of our head or we're mm-hmm. like, we'll just be, I've had so many days where I'm so pissed and then I have a blunt and then I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that part. And it's so like, and I've heard this from women way more than men and maybe men just don't talk about it enough, but I've heard women, especially like, you know, if you're an entrepreneur um like it's hard to get into that that zone mm-hmm. into that space of like okay I'm gonna have sex okay this is pleasure zone like this is all about like orgasming I'm gonna bust this nut it's gonna be great like man they're gonna they're gonna get theirs regardless like they don't, like, <laughs> they don't have that that, that block that we kind of deal with with like I'm thinking about emails oh shit I forgot to put my phone on do not disturb oh shit like you know I should have did and it's like no girl like you are in this moment with your partner be present smoke this indica or whatever it is smoke this week relax your body quiet your mind um and let's do this like and if you and and I think that people like it took me a while to get into lubricants but the thing about lubricant is that it takes a lot of work out of it for everybody it's like Mm -hmm. you don't have to eat me out (laughs) or finger me until your fingers cramp or whatever (laughs) you're trying to do use this toy or I use this toy like let's just put some lube on the pussy and let's have some fun like let's do this like let's vibe (laughs) and listen fellas i'm gonna give you a little golden nugget cbd lube if your girl uses it you feel the tingles too it makes everybody sensitive everybody wins (laughs) everybody wins and another thing that even before i got into using um you know lubes that are in in infused with either Mm -hmm. cannabis or hemp cbd um I had started putting a oil on my pussy like every night. Um, and I don't do it as much anymore because I've been using CBD lubricants mm. that are just like basically oil-based lubricants. Um, but 
I put an oil on my pussy because like when you have, when I have sex at least, um, I like it a little rough sometimes. And what happens is you Same. get inflammation. No kink shaming here. Same. Okay? Yeah. No kink shaming on this podcast. <laughs> but you know, over here. what happens is that like your, your vagina is still this delicate little flower, right? So mm-hmm. she is going to be like, okay, girl, we did this. And like, that's cool and all, but now I'm puppy taco. Now like, we're now- tired. Yeah, like we're tired, we're red, like we're we're puffy, like we're just not we're walking crazy. But if you use like a cannabis or CBD oil on your vagina, that helps with that inflammation, brings that inflammation all the way down, mm-hmm. helps with the pain and brings that down. And next thing you know, like you're fine. Like you're, yes. I I can literally say like after having sex, if I go shower after having sex or clean up, and I put oil on, my vagina feels so good like, so, like it's, it's not just, like that song you're like oh you know that- it's like she just got relaxed she's like she got the pound she you know, got the little pounding much better no i totally feel you i just bought some like feminine cbd balm from mm-hmm. uncle but i forgot who but i bought it for the intention of using it with my partner when i see him because i know mm-hmm. that once you you know haven't seen each other for a while you get excited you get excited you- <laughs> and they're like oh snap this is uncomfortable and then you have to see the shock it's a little shock yeah, to her yeah even <laughs> if you're not in a relationship like adding balms and lubes and, and suppositories it can not only help you have a better relationship with yourself and your own body but once you are having sex again whether like just dating or in a relationship then you have a better relationship with the sex too exactly and I would say like you know I'm saying that I do all this with my partner which I absolutely do like he loves it just as much as I do but a lot of times I will take like my little cannabis oil um and put it on my vagina for my own solo play and enjoy and have like the yes you know like I'm gonna (laughs) go ahead and flip it up real quick grab my toy like and like literally just make myself like release and have fun and have an orgasm and it's all by me and then it's like okay cool I'm about to go about my day like sometimes it's not even just about like using it with a partner you just mm-hmm. get familiar with using it with yourself yes your body you um, can use cbd lotions on yourself I use them on myself after the gym all the time because I'll be really sore mm-hmm, and just idea, giving myself yeah. a little like cbd massage I'm like oh man I these thighs are real thick I love my thighs <laughs> it's so it's so much that the plant can do for you so i always tell couples like you know just start with topicals get bath bombs get some massage oils get some lubricants that all have you know hemp cbd or cannabis in it and that's a great way to kind of get started with it and then you can Mm -hmm. kind of build your way up to like low dose edibles and you know smoking a a mini joint or something Mm -hmm. like that you build up to those things but start slow you know start with a little massage oil and see where see where it takes you Mm -hmm. I mean listen y'all she got two beautiful kids for a reason listen <laughs> <laughs> well trying to have five according to my man i was listen, like five. I, think you can do it. I think with the walk you could do it with weed with weed of course with the walk, yes. with the weed. and you also hosted this uh cannabis and sex workshop i actually had a friend she called me and she said she was part of she was in your workshop or she registered and she loved it so oh I that's love great to know more about this workshop and if you have any other workshops you're hosting i mean you're I find you to be an expert, you know, cannabis and motherhood, cannabis and relationships, cannabis and sex, cannabis content. Like, I really (laughs) think you have all of these skills and knowledge under your belt. So I really love seeing these workshops you're creating. Thank you. Well, you know, it's, it's me, but it's also the amazing panelists and experts who decide to come through like the journalists in me 
always wants to make sure I have sources. Mm-hmm. You know, I always want to make sure I can credit what I'm saying to like a professional in the field. Um, so like I, I, I absorb knowledge from them because I'm actively listening to them. I'm actively, you know, these, these experts out here in cannabis are, they're so smart. All they do mm-hmm. all day is study the plant and read studies and listen to people and do research and, um, and so for me, it's just like tapping into that community of people and bringing them to the Blunt Boy Mama audience and community and allowing them to share that information. And, you know, it's, it's important to, information is powerful. Um, the more you know, like the better you can live your life, mm-hmm. the better decisions you can make, right? So um, the Sex and Cannabis Workshop, I was super excited. I've been wanting to do that for a minute. And um, I just finally like pulled the trigger and did it. And um, Erica, um, who is a um follow her on Instagram or it's a canna canna nurse heel is her <laughs> IG handle. Um and her name is Erica Bradford and she's amazing. She has a ebook that's called A Woman's Guide to a Delicious Life. Um basically saying that you know meditation, uh masturbation and medication are the keys to just like happiness for women. Three and I was just like Yes, I was like, yes, bitch, medication, meditation, and masturbation. <laughs> I couldn't I agree more. It. And so the ebook is amazing. So everyone who attended that workshop got, um, well, the VIPs got a free copy of the ebook um, to read for themselves to have some follow up material. But um, I basically, you know, asked her a lot of questions about, like, look, girl, what is this about? Like meditation, masturbation, and medication. How do we do this? And she was telling us about pussy salutations, how. You wake up in the morning and like you just talk to your girl, be like, hey girl, you know, we're here oh, another wow. day. Thank you. And it's just like being intentional with mm-hmm. your body, with your, you know, with your vulva, your vagina, and just being like very connected with her and tuned in and knowing like what what you want, what your body wants, what's gonna bring you pleasure. And that conversation was so powerful. I learned so much, like just little things. She was like, you know, she's like, you like use suppositories. What if like you know, your partner inserted the suppository for you, you know, instead of you doing it. And it just makes it more intimate and mm-hmm. they're being hands-on and they're really learning. And and it's like, for you, it's like to lay back and just like let, you know, be pampered that way to have suppository inserted, to have like them rub you down to maybe apply the lube, like those different ways of connecting um, well, with the plant involved. <laughs> yes, girl, it was good. It was good. So um, I will be releasing that workshop to everyone um, either this weekend or next week. Um, I did record it. Um, so I will be, that will be up on the bluntboymama.com website as well for you to get um, access to. It's like a 90 minute workshop, um, 75 minute, 90 minute workshop. You watch it and we we're just talking about all that good stuff. And I learned a lot and I, I have to apply a couple of those things. I haven't applied them yet. But for me, it's like, I want to know this stuff. So if I want to know this stuff. I know, I know everybody thinks like weed and sex, like all I got to do is smoke weed and that's it, right? It's like, no, there's so much more. There's <laughs> yes. so much more. <laughs> and you um, also had a, yeah. you had it or you have a, a breastfeeding and cannabis workshop. Yes. That yes. I thought was really interesting and a conversation that I'm so glad that you were having because as you've mentioned and as you know, in this space, uh moms are very shamed about their cannabis use they're taught to hide it they can't talk about it don't feel comfortable talking about it and I love that you provide a platform for women to have those conversations 
Yeah, it's so important for, um, number one, to just talk to each other. There's so much that happens to our bodies and our lives, and we just don't even know. It's like, how do you start menopause and you never heard, like, what menopause entails? Mm-hmm. How do you, like, have a baby and you don't even really know what happens, like, after mm-hmm. you have the baby? You know, like, we got to have these conversations and talk about what did, I, what did you do to help? What did you do to feel better? What did you do to cope? What did you do to be well? And a lot of these women are going to tell you cannabis. And hearing that is really important because one, it gives you support, validates anything you might have been feeling about the plant, but also it gives you proof of like, this lady did it. Her kid is 10. Look at that. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, and so there's so much that goes into that, um, you know, and the breastfeeding and cannabis workshop. Um, I spoke with a lactation consultant, a board-certified medical doctor, and two other moms who actually consume cannabis during postpartum and breastfeeding. And we just, you know, answered frequently asked questions about it, provided our own stories and shared our own experiences with it, and gave some really good tips and advice on best practices for consuming cannabis during breastfeeding and postpartum. Because, you know, just because you can doesn't mean you should be like, consuming uh you know like hella backwood blunts like facing mm-hmm, them mm-hmm. one after the other like no like there's definitely going to be there's some healthier ways yeah yes they're healthy even if you're not breastfeeding even if you're not pregnant you should probably consider putting down the backwood and there's reasons for that you watch yes, this workshop Y'all, you'll learn people, especially my black people please <laughs> yes please please put the banana black put them squishes down please put them down put them down thank you <laughs> it's, it's you know it's a lot of information and so everyone who's gotten access to my workshops they've all um told me like I loved it it was so great thank you so much like you helped me so much you you know affirmed what I've been feeling I feel better I feel supported mm-hmm. Um, all of that stuff. And it just pushes me to keep putting those kinds of workshops and that kind of content out there. I haven't done another breastfeeding workshop since that one. That one was last year. I might do another because I, I could probably go into it more in depth. And like, that was like an overarching workshop where it just covered everything, but I could, I want to zoom in on it a little bit more and talk about like a particular aspect of it, mm-hmm. maybe with a future workshop. Um, I'm trying to do one workshop a month. It's really aggressive, but it, it might happen. Like I try to keep them really low lifts. So it's easy for me to do um, consistently over and over. Um, yeah, definitely. If you follow Blunt Born Mom or you're on my email list and you'll know when the next workshop is coming. And if you join the, the Mama Stash membership, you're going to get access to those workshops for free. Anyways, so you only have to worry about that. But the breastfeeding oh, canvas workshop was one of my faves. Um, I learned a lot like I afterwards I was that workshop and the workshop I hosted recently on March 26 called um what to know about using cannabis during pregnancy which I spoke to two registered mm-hmm. both of those workshops taught me so much and I'm not pregnant right now I'm not breastfeeding right now I um, mean you know, th- those are like experiences I've had in the past but like if I want to have another kid, which I'm considering having another one, it's like, this is good to know. Like, then you have the oh, information, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. damn, I wish I would have known, because you don't want to be in a situation where you're like, dang, I wish I would have known that, because it, it does give you a lot, like, dang, like, what this probably would have went this way if I would have just known about that, mm-hmm. and so, um, like, uh, the nurse, uh, Kate, her name is Kate, and on Instagram, uh, her handle is Canna Nurse Kate. She said during the um, the workshop, the what to know about using cannabis during pregnancy. She was like, I used suppositories um, when I was pregnant in my third trimester because it helped with uh, pain that she was feeling from the mm-hmm. waist down. It helped with 
of the round ligament pain with like all this joint pain and hip pain and all of that that you feel. She's like, oh no, it was amazing. She's like, and also it was great for sex. I was like, boom. Why did I not think of using capacitors so for pregnancy? Yeah, <laughs> I, I can imagine it just relieving all of that pressure. Like I've used CBD and cannabis suppositories. I'm not pregnant, but I know like how much it can relieve. Yeah. So having all of that pressure, I can definitely, I can see how that can totally work. That's yeah. Cool. And it's like, that's a, that, that little thing is a game changer. It can make, you know, those last few weeks of pregnancy much more bearable and, and dare I say enjoyable. So having that kind of information is only kind of gathered when you get women together to share, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. their experiences, when you get professionals in the room to be like, yeah, not only am I a nurse, I'm also an advocate for cannabis and I'm mm-hmm. also a mom. So like she's coming in at all these, and both of them are actually, both of the nurses, they're moms and cannabis advocates. Like I'm only talking to medical professionals who advocate for the plant, right? Because that means that you are, you are not only versed in your medical profession, but you are also taking time out to study more about the cannabis plant, the endocannabinoid system. And so you're coming at this like with all the knowledge and all the information. And then if you've been through it as a mom, then you really get it because you're gonna mm-hmm. have the real life experience. So for me, it's like though they're they they really just like laid down the blueprint of what you need to do <laughs> with weed um, during pregnancy. So those workshops have they always drop gems and they're super helpful for um for anybody who wants that information. And again, that's all on my website. So <laughs> keep a look out for the next workshops for yeah. sure. And as you said, like as a mom, I'm I I keep saying I haven't been pregnant just to clarify I don't have no kids. But mm-hmm. uh, as I know a lot of moms who smoke weed or want to smoke weed, they really feel ashamed. Like they feel shamed for doing such a natural thing and taking care of their body and having the workshop I feel like probably helps people like through that shame and like stigma too because they're like oh it's not just me you know like I'm not the only person who's curious about this information you know I've been in the rooms with pregnant friends and they've been like oh my body hurts so bad and they have a little micro dose of it edible and then an hour later they feel so much better Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's about the support in the community right that's like the most important parts um I feel like um oftentimes like as women we have to do so much you know and like we're taught to like not really complain about things mm-hmm. because it's like we've been having our period since we were like little girls and we've had to go our whole lives without really complaining about the cramps like it's like you're just conditioned to be like okay so what you still gotta go to school yeah just okay so what pain. you still gotta go yeah, to work yeah conditioned to be like oh that hurts okay our life should be painful (laughs) you know like our whole lives we have to suffer in silence and be in pain and that's what being a woman is all about it's like actually not (laughs) (laughs) like I should enjoy every aspect I should enjoy sex my period shouldn't be debilitating me every month you should enjoy pregnancy like everything should be good like there's like everything should be fine as well as it can be you know as well as your health will allow um, but those things are like, it's just wild to me. It's like, when I hear women say like, I never had an orgasm, I'm like, how, <gasps> how, you know, I've never like those kind of, it's like, I've never enjoyed pregnancy. It's like, oh my gosh, did you try weed? It's just like all these things. It's just like, you know, it, it, it changed my mind. My first pregnancy was miserable. My second pregnancy of my son, I smoked weed. It was great. So like, I'm like, okay, cool. So this is the key. Like my body was like, look, sis, we deficient. <laughs> and you are literally depriving your yes. whole body 
of this baby this is depleting you. Yeah, like, and you need to smoke some weed. Like, you need to get your get get back in tune with yourself. So, um, once I made that connection, and then just watching my son and seeing him, uh, just not only be completely normal, but obviously, like, honestly, a bit above average <laughs> <laughs> IQ and intelligence. I feel like what you really want to say is he's all one all the time. <laughs> Yeah, like, he, he really is just too smart for his own good at three years old. Like, bro, you, you know too much. Like, you know the secrets to life, don't you? Just don't <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because of cannabis. I mean, obviously, other things come into play, but cannabis is one of those things that mm-hmm. I think can definitely help um, women during pregnancy, and we need to talk about it more and stop yeah. judging people for things that we don't know shit about. Like, are you carrying this baby? Are you going to pay the hospital bill? <laughs> Are you going to wake up at three in the morning to take care of it and change the shitty diapers? No? Okay, no. then I think you need to mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> that is very, very true. I'm like, that's on period for sure. If it's not your body, <laughs> don't even worry about it. So what do you hope to teach your kids about cannabis? And what stigmas do you hope to completely eliminate through your work? Yeah, I mean, I hope I'm teaching my kids, and I well, I know I am. They know that it's a plant. They're so young; they just they don't even mm-hmm. care. Uh, but they're, they're like, three oh, and we're seven. We're gonna go back to watching Coco Melon. Whatever. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, it's like girl, Paw Patrol's <laughs> on. Quiet. I'm like I'm watching. Don't you see I'm singing in Kanto? Like, don't you understand? Like, this is my movie. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. we don't talk about Bruno. And I'm like, okay. You're like, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. But it, they, they know it's a plant. They know that, you know, um, mama and daddy use it as medicine. They know it's not for little kids. They know about CBD because I use like CBD bath bombs for them. Mm-hmm. And they have like, sometimes I'll rub them down with CBD topicals. I used to actually give my daughter CBD tinctures when she was like a toddler um, because she had a speech delay and it did help a lot um, among other things but mm-hmm. it's it's definitely they know about it they're familiar with it they know the smell like <laughs> they yeah, know like, they oh, know mommy we... is busy you know oh no girl even calling out life. other people will be out oh really we, we live in like Hollywood so everybody here smokes weed but we'll be like walking yeah. down the sidewalk and my kids will be like mommy you smell that smells like that flower <laughs> somebody smoking flour and I'm like oh, oh calm down that calm is down. great don't snitch kids <laughs> calm down <laughs> keep that to yourself <laughs> that's great though that they're that they're like it's pretty much normalized for them not only because you know of what you do but because of where they live and I'm sure the conversations you've had with them just being like oh it's flour you know like mm-hmm. oh this is a flower this is a plant this is a plant like they I have the faux versions of the plant in our place and the kids see it and they're just like it's just a plant mama it's just it's just a plant mm-hmm. and so like that's what they see it as like they don't see it as anything else that's not and um so I I really am grateful for that because then they get to go out and share that message with their friends and let them know like hey it's just a plant and it's mm-hmm. a medicine and you know all of that so um, I think that's super powerful. I was just thinking of yesterday, like how kids are really going to be the next policymakers, decision makers, the next influencers, the next mm-hmm. icons and legends of the world. And like, we really got to make sure we're equipping them with everything to really flip the narrative on a lot of really shitty situations we have going on in the world today. Mm-hmm. Um, and just equip them with the tools to kind of make change and implement change and know that they can change things and they can be the change. Um, so I really, that's like my hope is that, you know, by empowering women, you're empowering future generations because women Mm -hmm. are like, we're the caregivers, we're the 
we're the backbones of society. Mm-hmm. Like we, we make people. Together. We make the people. Yeah, we literally make people. <laughs> and even if you never decide to have kids, you're an auntie, your cousin, your sister, like you're impacting lives. And so it's just like, if we just continue to talk about it and normalize it, then like we are going to eliminate the stigma. Like it's just a matter of time before all the people who don't fuck with it die and all the people who do fuck with it out outnumber them. So like, I was like, every kid that I know knows what weed is and doesn't care. They they're not saved by it. They're like, okay, that's cute for you. Like, we don't care. It's like a beer. Like they're like mm-hmm. cool. And it's so pedestrian as yeah. it should be. They're going to also be like, so, like, I was trying to watch, you know, Encanto. Like, what do you mean? I don't care. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll have, like, conversations with my little sisters sometimes. And I'll tell them, like, what I'm doing. And they're just like, we already know. We don't care. We don't. We know We know what that smell is. Like, and I love what you said. But, like, eventually the people who still have stigmas and false narratives of, you know, not only stigmas about weed stigmas about black women stigmas about black women and weed stigmas about black men weed they're eventually going to trickle off or their beliefs are going to be shifted by the kids that we're raising and the sisters that we're having conversations with you know yeah there's a future like they're they're like just like people used to talk shit about millennials and it's like guess what who who's the adults in charge now millennials <laughs> guess who's running for the house uh, of representatives uh. millennials guess who's gonna be the next set of presidents millennials so like y'all just can't take it because like and as it's an evolution then there's gen z and then there's generation COVID. that's what i'm calling them and you know Man, like they are all have a this, bunch girl i know so it's just you know it's that it's just it's gonna happen it's gonna there will be a natural shift as mm-hmm. we continue as a culture but we just have to do our part to keep talking about these things and having these conversations um and and mindsets will shift you just gotta be patient i'm not patient mm-hmm. but you just gotta be consistent for sure for those parents that do want to add cannabis into their relationship or maybe into their parenting and they want to be honest and open and transparent with their partner their baby mama or baby family but they're still getting pushback or they just don't really know where to start like I'm just thinking of like one example in particular a friend of mine she has two kids she smokes weed she's constantly hiding weed smoke from them but I'm like they're gonna find out eventually they're gonna you know figure it out but she doesn't really know where to start Mm. with the kids yeah yeah kids family like because of judgment from family especially in you know more conservative states Mm -hmm. they're more like I can't I can't tell anybody I can't tell my kids I have to hide it like and I'm sure you know sometimes adding a little weed into your parenting helps like Mm -hmm. being like I gotta step away take a little break kids are frustrating as fuck sometimes you can't Mm -hmm. communicate with them all the time they Mm -hmm. can't communicate with you so taking a moment to smoke get yourself in kind of that childlike mindset getting your brain to stop adulting and just like listen can really be helpful for a lot of parents but then they feel ashamed on how they have to use the cannabis or they don't really know how to be honest about their cannabis use with their kids or their partner like what kind of maybe tips would you give them like is it like sit down formal conversation is it like you know what my body my choice I don't give a fuck. Is it maybe education? I feel like, you know, introducing someone to one of your workshops could be a good tool. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely say check out, you know, if you're thinking about if very, you know, people come to me and like, uh, my partner is usually like the partner, right? Like the husband, mm-hmm. the wife, 
um, whoever, you know, they're in, in partnership with or whoever's the, the other parent um, to the child. Like sometimes that's a thing. And it's just like, sit down and watch his workshops together. Sit down and listen to a podcast episode together. Then mm-hmm. talk about it, you know, have an honest conversation. But, you know, if you guys can't talk about it, then maybe this is just not a good relationship, you know, because like you got to be able to talk about things and there has to be compromise and there has to be understanding. Um, and there, there has to be, you know, conversation like we got to talk about it even if it's just if it's 20 conversations like we got to keep talking about it because you know this is something if this is that important to you then they're gonna have to come on your side like mm-hmm. I mean some things that like for yeah. me in life that I can compromise with but one of the things that I cannot compromise and this is just me every person has their different limits and boundaries and you know things that they are just like you know this is something I'm I'm bullish on and I'm not gonna budge and then you have things where it's like okay I can compromise right um but for me when it comes to smoking weed that I can't compromise on that like point blank period like that's why for starting out my relationship it was important for me to make sure that this guy that I'm starting to like and I'm dating or whatever I had to make sure he was really about weed the way I was about mm-hmm. weed because mm-hmm. it can be a lot when you're consuming and the person doesn't consume and they don't understand and then you get pregnant and they don't understand and you're still trying to consume so then it gets even more complicated and you don't have the baby and so it's just like have those conversations early and mm-hmm. keep having those conversations to talk about it maybe it's a conversation before you even have kids or you're like look I want to like we're st- we're trying to have a kid or we, we're going to start trying soon like you know what do you think about me still consuming while pregnant like have those conversations in it and you can't expect everything to be gucci the first time maybe it will be but maybe it's multiple conversations so you really have to be willing to take the time to sit down and just talk about it um with your partner as far as family outside family i mean i think that i've had some really good podcast episodes where people have talked about talking to their parents about the fact that they smoke weed Mm -hmm. um even not just parents, but you know, you're an adult and your parents come over and they see that. Yeah, they see like, your oh. weed, they smell it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're a parent too, and they're like, oh, you know, so like I've had episodes where um people have talked about, you know, navigating those conversations with their elders and their parents and you know, other family members, aunties and uncles, and you know, it's it's delicate because you have to be you have to meet people where they are, right? Mm-hmm, um you mm-hmm. can't expect and they think about board way differently. Yeah, because of just yeah, exactly. The time period. Yeah. Exactly. So you have to, you know, meet them where they are, understand that they have a lot of, um, they have a lot of uh, deprogramming to do and a lot of learning to do in regards to the plan. You have to be willing to take those steps and go on it with them. Um, and not just be like, well, I'm just not going to talk to you again. And, you know, like, no, that's, you know, that's not how I feel like we're going to change conversations around this plant we have to be willing to keep talking about it and kind of fight for it and really advocate for this plant because it can't speak for itself but we can speak for it and we can Mm -hmm. speak to what it does to our lives and you know if you're pregnant you know definitely get the workshop or you're breastfeeding at the workshop watch it with that person have some conversations but then explain to them like this is my medicine like I'm dealing with anxiety you know I'm dealing with um back pain like I'm dealing with depression like I'm dealing with you know whatever it is that you're dealing with I have you know crippling anxiety like I need this plant to function and to show up every day you know to work to show up to be here for you and like you know I'm thinking about the baby all day and when I want to have sex I need to smoke weed and and I think Mm -hmm. a lot of times people are like you have to smoke weed in order to talk to me. You have to smoke weed in order to have sex with me. You have to, and it's like, no, I don't have to smoke weed. I'm, cons- 
I'm consuming it because it helps me to be more mm-hmm. present. Like I'm choosing to be present right now. I, this plant helps me to be that person that I want to be for you right now because I take you and our relationship seriously. You know, just like you just have to reframe how you're talking about these things with people so they can really understand because they don't. They don't yeah. know they're not you. They don't know your experience. So it's really important for you to have to, to be able to kind of talk to them in a way about it that they'll understand and have patience, meet them where they are and be willing to have the conversation multiple times. Um, so yes, it's a, the first it's a time lot. might not go right. They might be like, this is the devil's lettuce or whatever else. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, grandma's going to be like, no, baby, this is not respectfully. Don't bring that shit in my house. And you're like, grandma, you know, but it's like, respectfully, I'm not going to bring it, but I am going to tell you like, this is not shit. And this, this, mm-hmm. this, and it helps me with that. And I had this problem and that problem and I'm able to function as an adult because I'm able to be a better parent or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so yeah, you just have to have those, you have to be willing to have those conversations and don't be ashamed, you know, join communities where you feel, where you can talk to other like-minded women so that you do feel supported and not alone, you know, and I, I, that's what I would say, you know, like have those conversations, join communities so that you can feel supported, um, and, and don't hide it. (laughs) Like, you know, like, if you can, I'm saying if you can I'm, just be open about it just be open because yeah more than likely hiding it is going to make it worse <laughs> hiding it from your kids makes it seem like it's something that's bad yeah because kids use secrets as like bad things like oh you're hiding this because you, it's not a good thing to do so you don't want us to see it when that's not the case right it's usually not the case you don't think that is bad you just feel like oh I don't want my kids to see me doing this because you know maybe you don't want to answer their questions or maybe mm-hmm. you know you know but it's you gotta be you can't let kids draw their own conclusions about why mommy or daddy is smoking weed like or why they're doing that because maybe they don't mm-hmm. even know they what don't it even is. know they don't what have, it is yeah, yeah they don't have the language for it and so it's up to you as a parent to guide them and navigate those conversations before the school system gets them and starts telling them to just say no and then you won't have a narc in your house so <laughs> you don't want that and you don't want that so it's like you got to talk to them and have these conversations that's part of being a parent um and and then another part to that is you really if you're not, you know, if you don't have older kids and you're not pregnant, you're not breastfeeding, but you just, you, you don't know how to be more open about it. I would say it depends on where you live, honestly. When I'm mm-hmm. saying be open about it and don't hide it, I mean, don't hide it from like your partner, from your kids, mm-hmm. from like your immediate family. Your people but I'm not saying you, yeah. create. Yeah, I'm not saying post that shit on Instagram or Facebook and you lose your job. Like, don't do that. But, you know, don't don't be ashamed of it either. Don't mm-hmm. feel ashamed of the fact that you smoke weed. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. So it's kind of building into the stigma. It's just like, just exactly. adding more bricks to the stigma pile. So if, if more people are like, yeah, I smoke weed and I work in tech, who cares? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter. Well, I know for me, cannabis has definitely made me a better partner it's made me a better sister a better cousin a better friend and it's just mm-hmm. overall like help me get a better understanding of my relationships because weed has helped me bond with a lot of people including yourself so thank you mm-hmm. so much because <laughs> I love the relationship that I have with the women of col- the women of color and cannabis in this space and we really all have bonded through this plant and our love and our passion for it and educating and I really just like having this conversation. So thank you, thank you, thank you. This was so fun. Thank um, you. Please tell us where else we can find you. Obviously, you know, Blunt Blowing Mama or anything else is going on. Like, girl, you're a professional. So I know you already plugged like five links and things. 
<laughs> if you want to shout out anything else right now, please yeah. tell us where you know we all the cool stuff is. By the way, random thought: I, you know, I bought that uh, first. I I smoke weed and I do things tank from you, which mm-hmm. I love. But my <laughs> clumsy ass got coffee stains all over it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so sad because it really is a nice shirt. It's a, I got the white one. I really should have not got the white one. I know myself. Yeah. Better. But go check out what size are you? Merch. I think I got the medium because I wanted like a bigger fit. So now it's kind of a nighttime tea, but I'm real sad I got coffee on it. So y'all, if you're a clumsy eater, so don't get the white blunt blown mama shirts. But all the other blunt blown mama merch shirts are real cute. The weed is the plant pink uh crew neck. That's on my on my list next. Girl, that's sold out. Oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't get that one, y'all. Never mind. <laughs> but there's new stuff all the time. So like what's next for Blunt Blowing Mama is um the summer, the spring summer collection will be dropping and you know, if everything goes well uh in April, I'm like I'm saying that and I'm like crossing my fingers and knocking on wood with my toes and helping Ooh, that, crossing that my fingers case. for you. Yes. Um, but you know, that will that design is always back for so smoke week and I do things. I just all I just put it on different things, different types of styles of shirts, um, and apparel. But yeah, that design will be back. I am bringing back tank tops for the summer and crop tops and shorts and a whole bunch of other really cool stuff, t-shirts and tie-dye, all that's coming for spring and summer. So um, if you want to shop the Blunt Blonde Mama apparel, which definitely is the first time I smoke weed, then I do things. Everybody loves that design. Um, and Moms Who Smoke Weed Are Not Bad Moms is another design that we have on the um, apparel, along with Weed as a Plant, which is becoming like my favorite and like I had to like snag some of those shirts for myself before they sold out so it's like oh shit like wow like everybody like really loves this and it's so cute it's gonna be gone soon <laughs> <laughs> should have got it sooner darn you like you like Beyonce man you gotta get it when it drops <laughs> what's funny is people will hit me up they'll be like Shanita do you still have and they'll be like you guys like I order limited quantities of new things that I try. And so if you don't get it and like, cause for me, it's like, if it doesn't do well, then I'm stuck with yeah, like 50. It out. Yeah. yeah. I got like 50 shirts and what am I going to do with these 50 shirts? So I try to make sure I have like, you know, small quantities, not like really small, but like a, a decent sized quantity of newer items. So that, um, just to be on the safe side but now that I know everybody loves it it'll be back for the winter so just hang tight for that but um yeah more clothes are coming at the spring summer collection for the um the blunt boy mama merchandise and then the winter fall collection will be coming later on this year the self-care and cannabis weekend is coming back in May um and that will be super fun it's going to be a weekend of just activities focused on um allowing you to take care of yourself with cannabis and relax we're going to be talking about the, the famous cannamon panel that's been happening for like the past two three years um and then we're going to have workshops on yoga and cannabis and meditation and cooking with cannabis and just like all the ways that you can get this plant in your life and make yourself feel good and feel well and take care of yourself the swag bags are going to be coming back it's going to be so much fun so i'm super excited about that and then um, new episodes of the podcast always i'm trying to do more series like the couples and weed series mm-hmm. um so stay tuned for that the podcast you can get anywhere you stream podcasts apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher google um all the places it's new episodes every thursday 
um, of the Blunt Blonde Mama podcast. And then um, follow me on Instagram at Blunt Blonde Mama. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Blunt Blonde Mama, same thing. You can follow me personally at Shanitria on um, Instagram and Twitter as well. And I feel like that's it. Like, I'm like, that's it. I but- know you're like, well, the pages, <laughs> I think so. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> and, then, oh, and then there's also the membership. So the Mama Stash membership is launching mm-hmm. um, 420 and the pre-sale. And then the full out membership will be rolled out on Mother's Day. And that is for the Canicurious and the Connoisseur. Uh, ladies out there who are into weed and want to find like-minded women and be in community with them and have smoke sessions and get access to all these workshops I just mentioned. You'll get that as a member. So you'll be able to join that. You can sign up to be on the wait list at bluntblowingmama.com backslash memberships. Be one of the first people to get in to this membership. And um, that's it. Everything else, the workshops, shopping, the merch, listening to the podcast, you can do it all at bluntbornmama.com. Um, thank you so much for having me. This has been such a fun conversation. Of I always course. love course. It was so fun to have you back. <laughs> After you got me super high at your event, I was like, I need to talk to her more. She <laughs> and every time I listen to your podcast, I feel like I'm just sitting in session with you. So I felt only appropriate to have another sesh. Thank you Yay. so much again. You're clearly a busy woman, so I will not take <laughs> no more of your time today. Uh, all, the, just, all of the details that you just mentioned, I'll also put in the episode description below okay. and also on the Instagram for you guys. So keep a lookout for those details. No new announcements this week. As always, if you or someone you know has a cannabis, CBD, hemp product, even if it's like lip gloss and lashes, girls, and you have a business under those and you want some affordable promo, you can hit me up on Instagram at the Marijuana Ayana or my email, which is also on my Instagram at the Marijuana Ayana. Uh, Yeah, I think that's all. Thank you guys so much for listening and stay high and stay healthy. Bye. (laughs)